audio. The guys uh, East River, I saw they posted when they're making their, like the lineup around the block. Like if we see some of you guys that we know are going to go sell it on the secondary, we're not going to let you into the store. Really? Oh, good for them. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Whiskey at Work. Rob, how are you? Your face said that your face was off a little there. What's going I, on? I was just contemplating your never-ending intro. <laughs> it's it, it, it's quick. It goes it goes real yeah. fast. What were you What were you having there? This is the uh, Maker's Mark okay. pick that uh, Live Hospitality did. Why do we have that in the in the room right now, Rob? Because because Adam weaseled his way onto our show. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did not. Adam Patton, the general manager out at, uh, are you general manager for the courtyard, the hotel there? Um, and then what's and your, the box, and right? the box, and the you're, box. you control both of that, that brand new, beautiful convention center that's out there in box elder, uh, that we just got a chance to, uh, well, you graciously took us around the other night, which was, which was nice of you. I appreciate that. It's a pretty cool venue. We've got a lot of people coming out to check it out. And the excitement just continues to grow, which is awesome. Well, I was telling people about the uh, the, the little Christmas tree hall you have there right now. Uh, we were doing that on the show today about uh, how you kind of want to expand that. And I was talking about the, the hockey Christmas tree that was out there that I thought, oh, yeah, God dang it, awesome. that was a brilliant idea mm-hmm. to uh, throw a jersey on top of it, put a helmet on there. It was perfect. We didn't think of that, even in our I drunken stupor. I saw one stupor. on social media that looked like Darth Vader. Have you seen that one? No. Had a Darth Vader helmet on top. With a, <laughs> that would be a good one, too. With a cloak around it. it was Damn. Cool. Uh, no, you guys, it, it is. It is beautiful out there. Um, you guys did a great job decorating. I suppose we have a lot of Christmas parties that happen out there, right? So that's why we did it initially. Okay. We have three to four Christmas parties every Thursday, Friday, Saturday Jeez. night. Jeez. And watching the fit or the parties as they rotate through, they're always in that hallway taking pictures. And I mean, we've had a great response from everybody. We've had a lot more businesses that say they want in next year. It was kind of a last minute thing, but the success has been. Oh, that's how you do it. Inspiring, yeah. Because you said you kind of wanted to make it almost a a White House sort of deal out there with those trees, take it around the entire, do the whole thing. And I think we'll be able to next year. (laughs) Just a little too ambitious for you this year. Well, we were kind of late to the game. That was a last minute idea. It was a couple weeks ago. I was like, we should do a parade of trees. Uh, My team kind of looked at me like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're the general manager. You make it happen. You say it, it gets done. All right. Um, (laughs) That's exactly how it works around here. Right, sure. Uh, Are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of kind of begging questions that happen. Yeah. so we're also having another big event with you guys out at this convention center, which will be Rock the Box for New Year's Eve. Uh, you can go to rockthebox.live to get tickets for this. Uh, the, the, what I love about it is the room packages that are put together for it. So you get the room, you get the tickets to the event, you get uh, the, I think it's the, what else, what's the third part of that I'm missing? The booze or the food? Something like that's thrown in there too, yeah, isn't it? Each ticket comes with uh, keg beer for the night. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Perfect. Um, so it's a, it's a great deal, and it's it's easily... Going to be I probably the biggest New Year's Eve event happening uh, in Rapid City this year, right? I would have to because nobody else is doing a live band. Uh, we have Pop Rocks that'll be out there. You've yeah. seen those guys, Adam? Have you seen them live? They're awesome. Yeah, they're so good. They're, they've played at the rally here for the past, I don't know, four years, five years, something we've had them there uh, doing two, three shows a day. Something like that. Yeah, they're what are they? Eighties, nineties pop. Yeah, costume think of, changes and think of the pop version of Hairball is what they would be. 
Exactly. And of course, everybody's familiar with Hairball. So except cuter, they're just yeah, they're much cuter <laughs> than the guys from Hairball <laughs> for sure. Um, I know Adam about uh, well, what was it two years ago? I think we had our very first event out at the courtyard with the Addies. Yep. Which were people that don't know that's uh, the Black Hills Advertising Federation. It's where we get to pat ourselves on the back yeah. for all the great work that we've. T- we, we think we've done, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, a bunch of advertising guys sitting around telling yeah, each other how great they are. Nothing like nothing, nothing like a, an event you want to be less a part of unless you're in that industry. Yeah, think, think of the Oscars, <laughs> except much sure. smaller scale. Um, but I remember going out there, Adam, and we got up to the bar, and I know both you and I were like, wait a minute. <laughs> what, what's that doing behind right, the bar? Right. That whiskey is not normally in hotel bars. It seemed really out of place in the best way possible, right? So what are you doing out there? (laughs) Why are you able to have some of that stuff on your shelf that you've got? I like whiskey. Okay. (laughs) And I know there's, I mean, it's a huge pull for a number of events. And we've got so many people that come stay at the hotel, you know, they like good whiskey as well. It's like... right. We might as well give them a top, top-notch experience or a high-level experience while they're staying here. That's always what we're striving to do at the Courtyard and any of our live hotels is provide, you know, exceptional service. And they might as well be drinking exceptional whiskey when they're staying with us. So is that is that why you you brought it in? Like, I mean, are, were you an influence in this because of yeah. your love of whiskey? Absolutely. I mean. I don't. Then why don't all hotels do this? I don't get it. Because you know, I've I've stayed in quite a fair number of hotels in my life, and well, I'm usually not, I'm not sure the typical family of four <laughs> well, that are traveling in to see Mount Rushmore. Look, I think by the time I Dad, Dad gets them there, I bet Dad right. wants a good selection. But <laughs> exactly. Um, so how did you get how did you get into this into into whiskey, Adam? Where did it start for you? Uh, Angel's Envy was the first bottle I ever tried. That oh. And you weren't starting bottom shelf, black velvet, Lord Calvert, that kind of stuff back in college. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it still might make me gag a little bit. Yeah, it still does. But yeah, I had tried an Angel's Envy one time and I was like, man, that's good. It wasn't like any of the whiskey I'd tried before that. And then as people started saying, try this, try this, try this, it just kind of spiraled. And now... Yeah, it seems kind of familiar. Yeah, that's that's I think that's a, that's the story you hear from a lot of people that really start to get into it is. Well, that's what's so great about the whiskey community, though, is you get in with the right people and maybe you want to start the journey. You know, it, we, we have a, we have a great network of people around here and you're very familiar with with a fair number of them, too. Yeah, uh, the BRBN network, which is a big deal out here. I know Dan Bruner, I believe, was the one who started that from mm-hmm. Timmins Market. Um, you know, we have places like Timmins, we have Mr. Liquor, we have Caesars, um, whom I miss the Windsor block, of course, are all great places to go try a lot of this whiskey. Um, that was actually how whiskey fest. Whiskey, we're sure. Right. Got to throw that in there too. Right. Give (laughs) us a little plug on our own deal here. (laughs) So that was how, that was another way that it started was at the courtyard. Um, Caleb Arsenault, CEO knew the guys from Timmins and they had done three barrel picks and Caleb sent me a message and said, Hey, our buddy's going to stop by and share these three bottles with you. Let me know what you think. And it was, man, there was an old Forester. It was one of their first Jack Daniels. And then, uh, I can't remember the third one, right? but they were all great. 
and we started carrying them at the bar shortly after that. And then it was probably the new riff. <laughs> Shut up, Rob. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're part of the BRBN group, and you can. Oh, you guys are part of it too. Yeah. So you okay. can sample a lot of those bottles at the courtyard. Well, I know. I so then I know this. You brought in a bottle of the Maker's Mark, which is the what do you guys call this? Live Lucky. Uh, Live yes, Lucky. the Live Lucky. That was a great name for it. This was your guys' barrel pick. Who who does these picks for you? Do you know? A uh, group of the, a handful of the team went out to Sioux Falls and uh, met with Maker's Mark and picked it. I didn't get a go. Get a go. Unfortunately, I had prior commitments with the kiddos. So. Look, kids are great, Adam. All right, Rob and I will both attest. Kids are wonderful. They'll be there on. We Monday. love our kids. You know, they'll always be there. No, I mean you probably made the right decision. Made your wife happy too. I'm assuming that checks out. <laughs> that's the, that's, the, that's deal. the real reason. Yeah, that is. Um, I need so, a place to stay tonight. So. <laughs> was this your? Uh, was this? The first barrel that these guys have done, or the first that you've sort of been a part of? The first Maker's Mark. They okay. just did, prior to this, a Jack Daniels uh, barrel pick. Cadillac Jacks and Ten Lizzie each did one. Okay. So at all of our properties, you can try the Jack Daniels single barrel Cadillac Jacks pick, the Ten Lizzie pick, and now the Maker's Mark. Pick, oh, excellent. So. Um, really quick, who who's all under the live umbrella? Do you know all of them off the top of your head? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be here. Okay. Cadillac Jacks, okay. Tim Lizzie, yep. the associated hotels at each of those properties, the American and Country Inn, Alex Johnson, of course, and then all the properties in the Watiki complex. So that's that's everything out there is live. Yep. I mean, and that whole th- oh wow, okay, so event center, courtyard, residence inn, home two suites, Fairfield, and La Quinta, and then the water park. Of okay, um, what was the what was the kind of the driving force behind putting that convention center out there? I mean, when you're tra- I mean, you're talking about kids a little bit. Ago. Yeah. Like youth sports is insane. So the purpose of the venue, like our home courts, a hardwood basketball court. Um, there wasn't a venue like that out this way, other than you know the monument. And we've got the water park right there. So when we run youth sports tournaments, you can the kids can go to the water park. They can play right there. We just hosted the Gateway Classic. Uh, yeah, that's a- Brad Hyde's. Oh, that is his He's deal. He's one of our okay. guys and had him. He took, what, three courts, basketball yep. courts? We have oh, three right. full courts in the arena, which is where we'll have the New Year's Eve mm-hmm. event. But um, I was talking to Brad as I was coming in. He said, man, this is the venue compared to anything else we're going in. This is where we want to be. Right. And it was designed to be that way. Most of the time kids are playing in, you know, back well, gyms with a sport court. Like now we've got, you know, a high-tech facility with scoreboards that can do player profiles and make it, you know, a real funny experience for the kids. Well, it's cool to see the the screens that you have, the projection screens that you can put up on the walls too around yeah. there, which is very I thought was kind of neat. Well, it sure. gives them the opportunity to put all kinds of stuff up on yeah. the wall, and it isn't just an ugly scoreboard when it's not in use. I mean, exactly. it, it was it was technologically it was a wonderful decision to do that. Didn't so, you say you just had a giant pickleball tournament out there too? Pickleboo over Halloween. Oh my god, that <laughs> that sport is so weird to me right now. I just can't believe how it is. It's exploded like an ass. And I, I didn't think it was. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that. I didn't think it'd be <laughs> that hard. So my wife and I entered in and played in it. Man, we got smoked. <laughs> There's a lot of people around here that take that. Oh, I'm sure they oh, do. Serious as like, golf, like man. Like three or four times a week, they're playing. Yeah, and that was the first time we ever played. We didn't even know the rules. <laughs> well, they they but it just was awesome. in rapid redid all of the tennis courts over by the. Oh, you're kidding! On, Did they really on Canyon Lake Drive and? 
Yeah. And Sheridan Lake Road, they turned all those into pickleball courts. How many teams did you say you had out for that event? Uh, it was 40-some teams. Damn. I mean, we had a couple teams come down from Pier. So we'll do another couple. We'll do a Beat the Heat one in the summer, and then mm-hmm. we'll grow the pickleball, pickleboo over Halloween. But the teams from Pier and Gillette that came down were going, man, there isn't a facility like this that does things like this right. where we're at. So let us know when you're coming or when your next one is, and we'll be out. Now, at a, at the, at a place like uh, – like the box, you know, you guys have the courtyard has their their liquor license. So when you're in the convention center, can you still get? Is it is it a similar license to what you have for the hotel? It's the same. So it is the can, exact same thing. Yeah, since okay. We're, the build it's attached to the courtyard. Okay. So yeah, at all of our events, we can sell, you know, whatever we need to, whatever yeah. the attendees want. Sure. So back on the whiskey, yeah, like I'll have we'll have a great whiskey selection for New Year's Eve at all the bars we'll have set up in there. Um, keg beer is complimentary, but mm-hmm. we'll have great whiskey that can be purchased that night and enjoyed. Perfect. Yeah, any whiskey lover should try this Maker's Mark store pick. This is uh, boy. Nice, this is I just yeah took my first little taste of it. Um, Maker's generally, you know, it has that. It has a very unique. You can tell you're drinking Maker's in a lot of instances, right? Store. I don't know if I've ever had a, a store pick of it, and I've never had some of the higher end makers yet. I've never been lucky enough. I don't know. You probably have seven bottles of them, Rob, somewhere. Yeah, sob. Um, so, but I've never really got to try because, like, on the list don't of hate uh, me because I'm beautiful, <laughs> Fred Minnick, you're familiar. He's the famous. Oh my! Right, whatever. He had uh, the Maker's Mark Cellar Aged as one of his top 100 bourbons to end the year, which I'd love to get my hands on. And when I saw this bottle sitting there, I thought, there's no way that Adam got his hands on a Cellar Aged. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. This pick you guys have made uh, is delicious. I mean, this just hits. It's 110 pro, 110.2. Is that what it says in there, I think? Um, it's, it's a little, I, I almost want to put a splash of water in this, I think. To cut that down just a uh, tad, of course you do. Because I'm working, I'm working up my here. neatness level, right? I've got a no. I got I've got right a, here. I've got a nipple in my office. Oh, knock it off! <laughs> Come on, I've been doing really well lately with with having everything neat. Have you? Uh, yes, I've so, right till right now. Until right now, I just got to break <laughs> this up just a tad. But Maker's to me has always been hot. It's always had that really long finish on it, and this seems to extend it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What did you think about it? I enjoyed the crap out. I like it better than your barrel here. Easy. All I'm right. sorry. They're, t- I'm they're like two makers. very different they things, are. though. Okay, uh, they are different. But your Amberana finished barrel, I, I didn't like it as, that much the first time. <laughs> are you having it now? And I you're am. still not. God dang it! So it didn't change for you the second time you're having it. it it's it's fine. It's not. Bad. It's just not one that I would go to. Might as well just call my kid ugly. I mean, saying the word <laughs> well, fine he? when it comes to whiskey well, is that that's that I'm that glad hurts. You guys like it. Either say you don't, you like it, or you don't. I guess I, okay. I, I can't because I I don't <laughs> don't like it. I just would if the if these three bottles are sitting on okay the table, in order. Which three? How you going? I'm gonna take the Jack, and then probably the Makers, and then your barrel. Okay. Now the Jack we're we're gonna try too is the uh, the one that's uh, finished in the tequila barrels. That's the Distiller series from Jack Daniels, which you can't just go into the store no, and buy. You have to buy on site. You got to know a guy that knows a guy, or you got to know a guy that knows a guy <laughs> to bring it up here for you. Just so happens, um, I know a guy. So so Adam, you did like that Amberana though, didn't you? That from the barrel? Because I know you said you really haven't found a barrel that you liked from barrel barrels distillers. Yeah, and I've, 
tried just very few, but mm-hmm. that one was good. Okay. I like, like good. you said, the... You don't have to be nice. Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know... Well, we, this is 116 proof, too. 116 and a half. I know, but it drinks a lot smoother than it, the Maker's, although have, the Maker's is super I flavorful. wouldn't have guessed it was 116. I wouldn't no. have either. No. But, it, you know, you guys said gingerbread. I yep. get that on here. I mean, it's... And it, you know, kind of tastes like Christmas. It does. A little bit. Merry Christmas. In the season. <laughs> is it pretty um, readily available? Is that a findable bottle? It Not really. We uh, we I, did find it locally here, but I have been to a handful of other places and haven't found it anywhere. So I, I know... Was at, this was at Caesars. Right. For, okay. And the reason why I wanted to try this is because I had read an article about Amber on a finished whiskey's already having jumped the shark. Meaning that people were already tired of them, they were over it, and I thought, well, I haven't even seen one of these in our area. So how can people be tired of something that that I've never, I, I don't think I'd even ever heard of until this point? Yeah, so, I mean, at the time, we we talked to Justin at Windsor, and he didn't have anything in his entire collection that was... And same with Dan. Dan was like, I no, I don't have, I don't even think it's available out here yet. I think maybe Caesars got <laughs> Got on early and bought all it in the, somehow. All sure, the, it was in the inventory. Right. So yeah, it's not super easy to find out here, but it, no, I. That's the reason the story behind. What is it a Brazilian that. wood? Finish? Brazilian wood yeah. is what it is. Yeah, and it's a very it's completely bare. In in Brazil, they don't, they won't give up those barrels, meaning that you have to have, I believe, a special license in order to get them up in the United States. There has to be a. a Giant set of rules and hoops you have to jump jump through because the the wood is the wood is relatively rare that they finish them in. But I know there's been a handful of I mean enough to make the enough to make these to finish these off in. Um, well, Adam, for as far as you're concerned, when you do you have what's your go to? Do you have a go to whiskey that you're? Um, Sounds like it's Angel's Envy. <laughs> well, that's what got him started on it, but. I do still like Angel's Envy. The one I tried just recently, a buddy put me onto, was that Holiday. Oh, that Ben oh, Holiday! Ben oh Holiday. my God! Yeah, the uh, Red Wheat is that what it's called? No, yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, Red Wheat and then the Bottle and Bond, I believe, were the two, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had the Bond one yet. I've had the Red Wheat, and it was that was what just I finished delicious. off last night watching the football games. <laughs> it's sneaky. You, you know, have one, and then pretty soon the bottle's gone, <laughs> and you wake up with a hangover. <laughs> I really, yes. I really got to thank the Tennessee Titans for taking out forty people in my loser pool. Oh last night, God! I got a check well, was, coming. Well, I'm, I just hate the Packers, so I'm glad they lost. You're not a Packers fan, are you, Adam? No. Okay, good. <laughs> thank God. Oh, I got to be careful there. Um, so you sound like you're. Uh, I, I don't have, I don't have a, a go to either. It's just kind of what I'm in the mood for. That's a good way to word it. Yeah. You know, where you, you definitely have a go to, but I mean, obviously, you have an extensive collection too. But I know I was, I was I went through several bottles last night trying to find my wife something that that she thought might would, work would work. She didn't. You know, she's been drinking a lot of wine and wanted to switch it up a little bit. Sure. She really liked your uh, Glenfiddich 14. By the oh, way. good job, Becky. Are you a scotch guy, Adam? Do you like scotch? Not. All right. I'm on a mission then. <laughs> I've tried just a few. And OK. I'm not. I haven't found if I haven't. I'm sure there's some good ones. I haven't found the one that. Does it for me? Yet. Okay, there. I mean, there absolutely are, oh. and uh, I. I think I can. I think I can help you out. I even turned Rob on to it enough. I, I would think. agree with him that if you try it enough, you'll find <laughs> one that you will enjoy. 
most of the time. Well, and as most whiskey drinkers know, you know, scotch is so vastly different from bourbon, uh, and its its profiles from all of its regions are so can be so unique. Mm-hmm. But everybody gets that. And in, in even when I first started drinking it, too, you know, I wanted to be the tough guy <laughs> that drank the Laphroaig or the Lagavulin or those smoky, peated, bull, right? And the one taste, I tried the Lagavulin mainly because of Parks and Rec. Yes. And it tastes like you're drinking campfire <laughs> ash. <laughs> it does. It's, it, but the thing is, is that's, you know, when you're a scotch drinker. That's what you want to be able to drink. That's the one thing that you want to say, well, yes, I have the Lagavulin 16 on my – but it's just – it's it's a it's a, it's a a burnt Band-Aid in your mouth, and it's gross, okay? <laughs> and the flavor <laughs> never leaves. No. You're burping it up for oh, 36 like you, hours. It's like you smoked a cigar. The next day you're still going <laughs> – yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, but um, – okay, that argument, if, if you smoke a decent cigar – you don't taste it the next morning. I don't know. Even if it's decent, that, I think that, you still kind of do. That and stuff. Oof. Ooh, my. Yeah. I'm but a- then you'll go up into the, the regions of the Highlands or Speyside, and that's where you find those smoother, easier drinking. Like the Glenfiddich 14, which is probably my favorite, and I know Rob likes it too, that's yeah. finished in bourbon barrels. Yeah. So I think that's why it has a much better profile to it. That you get that bourbon sweetness to it, you get a little of it, and it t- it cuts out all of that. What you normally think Scotch tastes like? <laughs> Is there a twelve year? Yes, mm-hmm. I think we carry that at the courtyard. Yeah, that you do. Yep, yep that's the bottle I saw. Um, a lot of people, I don't know why, and and maybe I don't know. Maybe you could. I would love you guys to try to stock it and see what happens. But hardly any. You don't hardly ever see the fourteen in places like that. You'll see the twelve. Sometimes you'll see the fifteen. But the 14 is just, that's the sweet spot for, unless you're going up to 20, 21, 22, then those are really good. But those well, are expensive damn bottles. As far as scotch goes, I think that sweet number is, you know, you turn the corner at 12 and it gets better at 14. Sure, absolutely. But then you reach a diminishing return, I think. Well, price I versus. Uh, What's the, those Macallans that are 20 plus years old are freaking yeah, delicious. Can you afford it? <laughs> nope. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> kind of like the Calamays. Yeah. Like I've had the. 10 year was it the 10 15 and 16 yes the 16 is my least favorite out of all of them no oh see i, I we were just the opposite yeah yeah i thought the 16 was so much better than the 15 okay i might have a bottle but, for you <laughs> <laughs> uh so do you have then uh is, is there a whiskey on your list that you haven't tried yet that you really want to get your hands on or just get a yeah, taste of the weller 12 oh that's not that's not bad that's not bad. I might have a bottle for you. The only Weller I've tried is the 107. It was good. That's the only one you've tried? <laughs> that's the only one I've tried. That's, that's oh, a pretty we, damn good only one to try. Oh yeah, it was we awesome. Those guys. Talk, yeah. Uh, the, I think I, I, might have a, I might have a 12 in a special reserve at home. Well, when we do Mountain West Whiskey Festival coming up on March 9th, come back on. the night before... Uh, the courtyard will be hosting um, kind of a pre-whiskey event that night. Yep. And you were showing me the list. And on that list, you do have you have a Weller's, uh, the Weller Special Reserve on there, which is kind of their entry level. Mm-hmm. Which five years ago, uh, you you I tried to get you a bottle of that over the weekend too. Did you? I did. God, that was nice I, of you. I know it, it didn't work out. Obviously, but uh, anyway, thanks for trying. But you know, five years ago, you could walk into any liquor store and there would be sixteen bottles of that sitting on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 
because of people that line up around liquor stores at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> Sioux Falls, 16 hours, ahead 16 of hours are making that a problem. Um, but it's a, yeah, I, huh, I don't know. I'm, we, we've had a, most of our podcasts recently have just been on this same topic because it's getting super frustrating to, to find these ones that were so readily available and they're not anymore because of, you know, people that go out to buy it, to hoard, to sell, to flip, to whatever. I appreciate the people that drink them though. That's, you know, that's what this whole thing should be about. And, and share them. And share them. <laughs> yes, that's always nice. We we invite anybody that listens to the podcast, if they've ever heard of a whiskey we've talked about that they want to try, all they got to do is message us and we'll have you come up and try it, right? That's what we it's want people to do. It's surprising that nobody really has. They must not like you at all. I think most could, of the people. Could be me. <laughs> it could be a lot, of, a lot of it could be you. But I think the people that listen already have had all of this stuff. You know, we're the ones that are, we've, we've brought a few that have never been in Rapid City before, but I think generally they have it and they're like, oh yeah, it's good. I don't need to go up and, you know, although you should because it's a work day. So leave work a little early and come right. drink with us. I mean, we're doing this right now at, God, we started this about quarter to three when we started the recording on a Tuesday afternoon. So we're not makes near great. done yet. Are you, uh, are you working today still, Adam? Do you got to go back when you're done here? Or? It just depends. Okay, good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Cause we got a lot more to film downstairs when we're finished. Um, <laughs> Have you tried the Jack Daniels yet? Not yet. Okay. I was going to say I did on that, the guys at uh, East River. I saw they posted when they're making their, like, the lineup around the block. Like, if we see some of you guys that we know are going to go sell it on the secondary, we're not going to let you into the store. Really? Oh, good for them. Well, the, now that's interesting. So they obviously are well aware of these guys that go out and do that. Which I was happy to see. I mean, like, the stuff's hard enough to get if you're going to go get it enjoy it like you guys were saying just a minute ago i like it because i like sitting in situations like this right bs and then drinking whiskey not not gonna go buy a bottle so i can you know jump online and sell it for double the price i think it's yeah. ridiculous i well, mean you know double the price doesn't seem quite <laughs> worth it but you know if you're getting 30 times the price yeah. like some of that pappy stuff i'm i don't even know again though you know <laughs> we've and 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 we've had we've had Sheila with Sazerac on our podcast, and and we want to get her on again um, because Chris Stapleton is coming, and he's got his first ever Buffalo Trace based whiskey that he's putting out called the Traveler, and she said that she might be able to get a bottle for us, and so we want to talk about that a little bit. So I don't want I want to be very careful with what I say here. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm not. You and I have had Pappy. We've tried it. We we've, yeah. we've had the the I think some of the best versions of Pappy once or twice. And it's, I don't understand the hype behind it, aside from the fact that it's hard to get. When you can sit down here and I can drink this Maker's Mark or I can drink that Jack Daniels, and to me, I would rather have that Maker's Mark. I had a chance at a Pappy once and I passed on it. Because Why? I'd heard a lot of guys say that. Right. It's not the best. I The bottle it's I went fine. for was... Um, Using Rob's word, Thomas Handy. Okay, yep. That I went for it was that, or there was a pappy left, and I just you hear so many people say, "Yeah, it's you know." Right. So I remembered that, and I was like, "Well, we're going for the Thomas Handy," <laughs> and I really liked that bottle. It was good, and that's the point. Well, and I think I think I don't want to take anything away from no, of the course pappy. not. The pa- if if you can get the pappy at retail. It's a nice bottle. It's there a you good go. bottle to have on your shelf, and, right. and it, it's a nice drinker. I don't want to. I don't want to belittle that. No, at all. and I'm, that's not but, what I meant. But either. the guys that are going from that hundred twenty five dollar bottle to paying three or four grand for it, 
I mean, God bless you, I guess. You're making mm-hmm. somebody happy. Well, you got a better job than I do, I think. Right. I mean, okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're making way, way more money. Uh, did you see, well, I don't know if you saw the uh, the Whiskey Advocate put out their list of the top 20 whiskeys of 2023. I've just been kind of comparing a lot of these lists to see how close <laughs> everybody comes to each other. Uh, and the, the only the only one I saw from that uh, Fred Minnick the only one that crossed over was the the Barrelcraft. They did their private release bourbon, and uh, that was on Fred's list. And then Whiskey Advocate had it on theirs as well. Um, the Old Elk Port Finished, which I know we've had, which I thought was I pretty good. I think yeah, we have a bottle of it out there. there. That was number 20 on the Whiskey Advocate's list. Uh, the Glenfiddich 12-year-old, that was the Amontillado Sherry Cask Finish, though. So I've never had that one. Um, but, you know, Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich's just, it's solid when you we'll talk about scotch. The Hemingway Signature Edition. Were we? Never heard of her. I hadn't either. Had you, is that familiar with it. it all? Uh-uh. Uh, Blue Run, of course, I would like <laughs> that, to. That's an up-and-comer that I've heard a lot about lately. It is, but they're they're expensive. They're 80 to 90 bucks, 110 maybe. Well, that was, yeah. That's that was, what your barrel's running. Right. Well, whatever. Don't put it. Don't 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 make sense, Rob. I don't want that right now. <laughs> well, I knew that you weren't going to pay for it, so I had to talk to your wife. Uh, the Glendronic Cask Strength was also on the list of the top twenty. That was the first Scotch that came in. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon, their collaborative series, their Four Square. This really is good. Yeah, you guys did a good job on this, makers. I'll pass that along. I don't appreciate <laughs> it. We get a lot of positive. Everyone likes it. That's tried. I haven't talked to anybody that said, "Yeah." Well, no, this is this is. It's I even just, better with I a just little went splash back water to it after the other two. And man, I might have a long afternoon. <sighs> yeah, this is. This it's is really good. good. Uh, on that whiskey advocates list, what surprised me the most was their number one pick was a Scotch, and I don't remember the last time that's happened for those guys. It's Glen Glossach. <laughs> Sandend, never heard of it either. I bet we're not getting that. Around. No, we're probably not no, going to be able to get it. We're not getting it around here now. <laughs> that wild turkey masters keep too. I saw a bottle of that when I was down in Denver, oh. and I didn't buy it. Uh, what? No, I because I wasn't I don't sure. Like you I know. All. I had a taste of that at, at Windsor. Was it good? Yeah. Damn it. As much as I didn't want to like wild turkey. For so long. Well, look what they're doing, though. It's so good. The the Bookers, right? That's Wild Turkey, I believe. Or is it Little Book? Which one is which one is based on well, one of those? That's one of my favorites. The, the, the Bookers. The Bookers. That's, that's really good. Um, of course, they've got the Rare Breed, which kind of blew everybody away. Russell's Reserve. The Stupid Long Branch was even good with Matthew McConaughey. That was delicious. <laughs> But uh, right now might be a good time for me to take my shirt off. <laughs> but then again, I go pour a glass of Wild Turkey 101 and be like, I well, no, you know, I can't do that. It can't all be. <laughs> no, God damn that rare breed. I, yeah, I basted my turkey in rare breed this year. It was, it was really good. Speaking of somebody that probably makes too much money down here, I well, guess it, if you it just basted turkey in rare breed, I basted it in. It was, come on, oh my God. So, so I did my ham with bourbon too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What kind? Oh, I uh, used a. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. It was really good. Um, oh, I bet. I used a, one of the Stellum lineups. It was in my cabinet. Oh, yeah. That's um, not bad at all, then. But for the last two hours, just basted the ham with, and it had a good bourbon flavor. 
at the oh, end of it. That's so. What what do you have? What do you have for bottles in your in your personal collection, Adam? Do you got a you got a fair amount? I'm pretty new to the game, but <laughs> I went in aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Does uh, does your wife? Does she like whiskey at all? We have a cabinet in our living room now. So. Oh my god, that's awesome. She, I mean, out of all the hobbies, I think I could have. She's not opposed to that one so oh i see i thought you might have said just the opposite honestly <laughs> all the hobbies out there this is the one you picked has, has she done the well how much how, how much do you think you have in here i <laughs> just told her if i ever die don't just give it away call somebody <laughs> get, get some help slide that jack down here i want to try that one again it's good do you like this one I I, do. I, I, it's, it's the like, first one i've ever tried that's came out of it any of the whiskey that comes out of a tequila barrel and it's got a good taste to it. It really. It, I've 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 said out before that when Jack goes to do some of their specialty barrel picks or their blends or whatever, I guess they don't blend them. But, no, but they're not putting it out there if it's not pretty damn good. If it's solid, yeah. They their age statement, their age statement products, their their single barrel specialty heritage picks, yeah. they're 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 phenomenal. It just it still just blows me away the difference of their single barrels versus their their regular bottle. I I am unapologetically a Jack Black fan because it's so versatile to me. I can drink it straight. I can mix it mm-hmm. and I not feel bad about it. I can do whatever I want to with it. And I understand if you don't like it. I I get the you know you might be have these memories from college that didn't go very well and <laughs> lord knows i've got a few of them myself but he, you powered through it well even, even even with jack right. that's what i was thinking when you guys were talking about wild turkey <laughs> <laughs> but on their on their single barrel picks and their age statement stuff i mean if you get a chance you should try it buy it yeah you absolutely don't ever um, pass up anything jack does honestly i would love to see these finished things come out more widely available no kidding the what did we have the jamaican yeah we had the jamaican, jamaican barrel one whatever finish all spice all, all spice yep. yeah that was that was good that was a hand-me-down from right. one of the guys at home slice yeah they and, and they don't this one that they brought up special for us this year for they don't miss very often for the jack tasting um so adam when um when what 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 do you what do you like to see or what are you what are you hoping for when people come out there? Um, I'm assuming business travelers are a big part of what you guys have during the off. So the courtyard brand is designed to target the business traveler. Okay, our rooms are set up to accommodate their needs. Like there's a desk in all the rooms underneath the flat screen TV, and it's a minimalistic room. It's not like you have a kitchen and everything right. like that. It's designed for the guys who are going to come in. Um, have a good breakfast, go out for business, and then come back and have some good whiskey at the end of the day. Like That's our target market, which is one of the reasons why we're the one hotel not attached to Watiki out there. Oh, I see. Um, oh, yeah, you're not. Correct. Huh. We're attached to the event center. Right. And when, man, when business season's rolling like September, October, it's corporate conventions all day, every day. Right. Um, a lot of people like coming to South Dakota that, I mean, we had some businesses that, did summits out here that hadn't been here before. So, and the courtyard's designed perfectly to accommodate that. It's not necessarily your, you know, your family hotel. Right. We've got, that's, 
we've got a good bar in the lobby because of that. So. <laughs> well, so, and you 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 can accommodate the family at the if you oh, want to, as well. sure, yeah. yeah, right across. I mean, yep. right across the street, yeah. you've got four hotels attached to the water park. So right. So has it uh, has has your decision to put these higher end whiskeys in your bar? You think it's paid off for you? Oh yeah, we get a lot of compliments from travelers that similar to me like they're pretty new to the whiskey game they hear people talking about it they'll we'll when we get blantons in we'll put blands out at the bar and stuff like that and that creates a lot of excitement they're like you know i've seen that they're mm-hmm. probably not going to go search bottles out but then they can say they've tried it and right. experience it and i think that's pretty cool yeah it is well you guys have a great setup out there you know and that like we've said that event center is is going to be a big deal for you guys for sure out in that area um the events you'll be able to host. Uh, hopefully, we can't say too much about things that we have coming up, although it's killing me not to. Um, <laughs> you know, the Jack Daniels know. and Aho finish might be a little bit of a teaser. Oh, look at you, Rob. <laughs> look at you. Okay, nicely I, done. I came prepared. Nicely done. Yeah, we'll just leave it right there, okay? People can infer whatever they want from that statement that Rob just made. Um, but again, with Mountain West Whiskey Festival coming up, all of the uh, all of the platinum tickets are sold out. Uh, the VIP tickets are getting closer and closer and closer, and then that just leaves the general admission. I don't mean to underplay that because even general admission tickets to that event are ridiculously phenomenal, right? Well, um, yeah, for the food and the, yes. and the just volume of, of samples you can get. So. so mountainwestwhiskeyfestival.com is where you can still get your tickets, and we encourage you to get them soon. Rockthebox.live for New yes. Year's Eve tickets. Because that will be Pop a Rocks. huge party. Pop Rock's a part of that, all in this beautiful new uh, The Box convention. Do you guys call it a convention center? I hate that name. Events. Uh, event center. That's yeah. so much better. The Box Event Center. You can try the, the Live Lucky Maker's Mark. We'll have it at the bars. Yes. Try it. You'll love it. It might be worth the ticket just for that. Just to drink the just, just, just to drink the live? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, you don't have to buy a ticket. You can probably go out to the bar and have it anyway. But... <laughs> no, we want you to buy a ticket. Yeah. We want it full. Want, uh, are you not entertained? <laughs> Adam, thanks for coming in. Thank you for bringing that bottle specifically, too, man. That was a nice treat. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks so, for having me. You bet, Adam. Uh, it's Rob. It's Mark. It's Whiskey at Work. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network.